Well, hello everyone. Uh, today is January 31st, 2020. Uh, my name is Byron Howell, and today I wanted to take a couple of minutes and talk to you about how to find God's plan for your life. Now, most people, especially people that grow up in church, grow up hearing that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And that is absolutely true. I mean, you could really go in a lot of different directions to look at that topic from the Word of God, and it's a wonderful, wonderful truth from the Word. But the real question becomes, how do I find it? How do I figure out what it is? And, you know, I'll tell you something a little bit interesting. I'm uh, 38 years old, and uh, most of my friends are successful. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. You know, most of my friends from high school, college, uh, you know, the people in our community today, most people, you know, have good jobs and are doing pretty well. But the truth is, I, I know very few people that really feel like they are doing with their life what they were born to do, uh, what God created them to do, or something that's truly fulfilling. You know, as, as I approach 40, I see a lot of people um, looking for new jobs, uh, thinking about plans for the rest of their life, you know, but also really, they don't a lot of times they don't seem fulfilled. They don't seem fulfilled in what they're doing. They feel like they should do more. You know, some people it's about just how to make more money, but but a lot of people it's about, you know, how can I bring to this life all that I was created to be, all that I was created to do, all these gifts and talents. You know, most people don't find a full expression of who they are and their gifts and their day day job. I mean, I, I'm a real estate lawyer and, and I certainly don't. I mean, I work for the best people on earth. I mean, it's amazing. But uh, but the fact is, is, is my day job as a lawyer doesn't always bring out all who I am, all that I was created to be, all that I was created to do. So finding God's plan for your life, while in truth, a lifelong quest is something that the Bible will definitely help us do. And so I wanted to just look at a couple of verses today, and this is going to bless you. And I think you're going to find a lot of this very fascinating. Uh, so just bear with me a little bit because we are going to look at a few verses and we're also going to touch a little bit on the uh, Greek and the Hebrew, um, just just lightly, not going to get too deep with it. But here's our first verse for the day. Uh, and let me just say, we're going to talk both about God's general plans, but also how to find God's specific plans for your life. I know that's what most people are interested in finding. You know, what does God want me to do specifically? So the first verse we're going to look at is Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. It says, For God chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for the adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ. All right, so that's that's setting it up. That's the first part of God's plan for your life. And, and you know, let's talk about that word predestined. The whole idea of predestined or pre predestination, Christians have made this way too complicated and really gone in all sorts of different directions. But in short, uh, the word predestined there from the original Greek just means determined beforehand. So God has determined beforehand some things for your life, some truly wonderful things. And, you know, some people also get into, you know, does this apply to me? Does this apply to you? Uh, does this apply to only a select group of people? No, people have made that way too complicated as well. This applies to everybody. God has made plans beforehand for every single person alive. 
And the question is whether we're going to step into those plans, right? It's not going to happen automatically, folks. I'm sorry. I wish, I honestly, I do. I wish it was that way, but it's not. It just doesn't work that way. God's plans are not automatic. They don't automatically happen. We have free will. They require our predestination. But the first part of God's plan for your life is that you are to be adoption, adopted to sonship through Jesus Christ. That's a complicated way of saying God's plan for you is to be brought into his family through faith in Jesus Christ. Now, most of you have probably done that already. You've already chosen to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you've become one of his children. Wonderful. Praise God. But that is the key first part of God's plan for your life, and it applies to every single person on earth. God wants you to become one of his children. Now let's look at the next verse. And I know you're thinking, let's get to the specifics. Let's talk about my specific plan, and we will. Trust me, you're going to love it. But next, we need to understand that God has another part of his plan for our lives that applies to everybody. And the first two parts, becoming a Christian in this thing that we're going to talk about now, are really, really crucial to getting into God's specific plan for your life. So this comes to us from Romans 8, 29. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he or Jesus might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So, So remember, the first part is to become a Christian. The second part of God's plan for your life is to become like Christ. That's that same word in the Greek, predestined, determined beforehand. God's plan for your life is to get saved and then start becoming like Christ. And let's just keep it simple. This has nothing to do with the physical attributes of Jesus, wearing sandals, robes, uh, whatever. You know, it's nothing physical. It's talking about your inner man. It's talking about the way you think, the way you live. Are you going to walk in the love, the fruit of the Spirit, the power, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, all of these things that God has given us, we need to study the Word, we need to spend time fellowshipping with God to become like Christ. Truly someone walking in the love and the power that God has made available to us for our lives. So as we think about God's plan for our life, we need to think about becoming like Christ. Because let me just say this, When we start to talk about the specific plan for your life, which we're going to do in just a moment, if you are nothing like Jesus, you're not going to be able to walk into that plan. How can God tell you to go show his love to the world if you're not a loving person at all, if you have no experience with just exhibiting the love of God? How could God step you into a large business role or a large uh, role in your life dealing with finances if you're a hoarder, if you're selfish, if you're not generous, if you don't know what it means to give? How can God use you the way he wants to use you if you're nothing like him? I mean, think about it. Any employee, you know, it's okay to start where you are, but we've got to grow up. We've got to learn what the boss likes. We've got to learn the way he thinks, the way he wants things done. And yet, yes, grow, innovate. All of those things are totally cool with God, but we have to grow up. We have to become loving. We have to mature to really uh, be in position for God to use us. So with that said, now let's start talking about God's specific plans for your life. And I'm telling you guys, this isn't going to happen overnight, but this will bless you. You need to think about these verses we're going to look look at now. You need to study them a little bit, but I guarantee you, 
you will get there. You know, and I realize I'm using that word guarantee a lot in these videos, but let's face it, I believe the Word of God. I know the Word of God. I know the Word of God is true more than I know anything else is true. The Word says it. I believe it. That settled it. And I've seen it bear fruit in my life. There's nobody that could convince me the Word of God is not true. And I know most of you feel the same way. But let's look at this verse about God's specific plans. This is Ephesians 2 verse 10. Now we're going to, a lot of you heard this, but we're going to tie it together with another verse that's going to help. But this says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So God has prepared good works for us to do, and he created us in Christ Jesus to do those works. Don't, don't get hung up on that first part. If you're a Christian, you've been born again by the Spirit of God. You are already created in Christ Jesus. The only way to get created in Christ Jesus is to get born again through faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But let's let's move on because you probably did that. So, But God has prepared good works in advance for you to do. One way I like to say it is that you and the works that God has made for you to do are a match made in heaven. And, and this is beautiful. God didn't just set one work out there that you're supposed to do one time, like one moment in time, you do some great work and that's it. No, it's the opposite. God has planned a lifetime of good works. You, I mean, you could never accomplish them all. Every single day, there are good works that you can go out there and do for God. Every single day, there is a way you can go out and have an impact for the kingdom of God. So he has prepared these good works. And when you get on the path, it's like a path of stepping stones. I go from one good work to the next. Every relationship, every job, every blessing, every situation, all that God has for your life, this beautiful tapestry of life that God has woven together just for you. The way you experience the most of it is by getting saved, becoming like Christ, and beginning to do the good works he's planned for you. So, okay, great. Byron, how do I get the specific good plans that God wants for my life? Guys, I'm going to show you. This is one of the greatest revelations I've ever received from the Word of God. I remember about seven or eight years ago, reading 1 Corinthians chapter 2 in my den when we lived in St. Petersburg and thinking, oh my gosh, how do people not talk about 1 Corinthians chapter 2 all the time? And I, and I see those of you watching right now, I know you, I love you guys. You're going to get into 1 Corinthians chapter 2 because it is, it is mind-blowing, really. So let me read you a couple of verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. <clears throat> this is verse 9. But as it is written... I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God reveals them to us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So let's remember first that Ephesians 2, chapter, uh, verse 10, talks about the things God has prepared for us, including our good works. You take a minute to study that out. You think, oh, that, that word prepared, that's used all the time. That's a broad word. That's not true. In fact, when you look at the New Testament, that Greek word they use for prepared, only a very uh, select few things have been prepared for us. Very interesting. We won't get into it. But your good works have been prepared for you. And how do we get them? 
the Holy Spirit reveals them to us. Look what it says here. This verse is totally mind-blowing. It says, first of all, the Holy Spirit knows everything about God. He searches everything, the deep things of God. And where is the Holy Spirit? If you're a Christian, Ephesians chapter 1, the Holy Spirit is in you. And this is one of his primary jobs. This is one of the reasons we have been given the Holy Spirit, so that he could reveal that which God has prepared for us. But now notice this. I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man. This is part of the revelation. You can't use your physical attributes to find God's plan for your life. Yes, some people will stumble into them. Some people will get lucky. But that's not God's best. That's not the biblical model. The biblical model is for you to fellowship with the Holy Spirit and learn to hear Him and then receive revelation of what God wants you to do. And I posted a video last week where I go into detail, and I'm gonna do more about that, detail about how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life. My video last week, How to Hear from God, goes into that. I highly encourage you to check that out. But so what he says is you can't use your eyes, you can't use your ears, you can't just think it up. The revelation of God's plan for your life, you don't use physical communication methods. Why? Let's talk about that for a second. First of all, it's to protect you. It's to protect God's plan for your life. He spent time. He used his miraculous creative ability to create you and prepare good works for you. And let's be honest, you'd mess them up. Right? If you were nothing like Christ, if you weren't born again, you would mess him up. And I'm, I'm just talking about me. When I was 20 years old, just starting to turn around for the Lord, more like 22, if God had told me, you know, you're going to marry Shannon, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, I would have messed it up big time. I would have messed all sorts of things up in my life. No, I had to grow. I had to mature. I had to develop that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And then he had to reveal the good works for me. One thing at a time. Start witnessing to your friends at law school. Start a, a Bible study at law school. Start doing this. Start emailing out Bible studies. Go, go. Move, mature, develop. He doesn't just drop it on you immediately. And that's for your protection. But so, so remember, the Holy Spirit is in you, and part of his job is to reveal these specific good works. Now, let's look at another tr truly amazing part of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Now, we, this is verse 12. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. My friends, I encourage you to look up freely given in your Bible, that that word in the Greek is uh, only appears twice in the whole Bible, and it talks about what God has given you as an act of His grace. That's what that word really means: freely given or given as as an act of grace. Guys, God has prepared wonderful, good works for you to do, and He's freely given you many things. And the Holy Spirit's job, one of His key jobs, is in bringing revelation to you. Now, here's the key part. When we look at the Greek here, the verses that we're looking at, they use the word reveal, all right? And that word is the same as revelation. And that's why it's so important, your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Revelation does not come through natural means. Revelation comes through the Holy Spirit. And the word revelation literally means to take the cover off. 
The good works God has planned for you are covered, are hidden. But the Holy Spirit has been given to you to reveal these good works for you. A lifetime of things you can do with God, not God's servant, not God's slave. It's nothing like that. It's doing wonderful things with your heavenly Father that bring out all of who you are, all your gifts, all your abilities, who you were truly created to be. Those things can only be found in your relationship with God. I talked a couple of weeks ago about one of the great secrets to life, which is creating inner harmony between your spirit and your soul. And you do that by a correct approach to the word of God. I really encourage you to check out that video. But here's my point today. All these things fit together. And this, I would love to tell you this to all my friends who are 40 some odd years old and they're looking for a new job or they're not fulfilled or they're looking for the next thing or they're thinking about buying a beach house because, you know, that's that's going to do it for you. You know, my, my friends, there's no beach house beautiful enough to provide you with a true, full sense of fulfillment and purpose in your life the way God can. And here's my point. Only your creator knows every aspect of who you are, knows the true depth of your talents, of your personality, of your gifts, of all that you could be. And only in your relationship with the Creator will you find who you truly are, what you can do, what you are truly meant to be. And and it's in these good works that God has designed for you, that, that a revelation of who you are, of your gifts, of your calling, of your abilities, of, of true purpose, destiny, fulfillment, that is found in your relationship with God. And as you proceed in life with him, doing the good works that he has prepared for you. My friends, I thank you for taking a few minutes with me this morning. I love you. God bless you. Uh, Please look at the video I did about how to hear from God. Look at the video about peace in yourself, even spirit, soul, and body. Uh, I'm going to be with you. I mean, we're going to keep talking about these things because my desire in life is to help you uh, find God's plan for your life. And I want to hear about the good works that God's leading you to do. God bless you and have a great weekend.